It is 751. Welcome back to the show. By the way, congratulations to Mario Cubas Woo-hoo! of Pompano, the winner of those Monster Fest tickets. More opportunities throughout the week. Very cool. I appreciated the uh, the support there. That's good stuff. Yeah. And, of course, that's Natalie. She's got a trending story. <laughs> Just a reminder that if you do have any kind of lottery tickets laying around in your purse, in your car, or wherever it is that you keep them, that you check them because there is one particular lotto ticket that is about to expire, and the winning ticket is out there unclaimed. So if you don't claim no it, $1.25 million it's worth. And it was no bought. Kidding. No, it was not kidding. It was a quick pick. Somebody bought it at a Sitco station in Plant City, just east of Tampa. So maybe you're on a road trip, maybe you're on a getaway, or in whatever the case is. Make sure you check them. So true story mm-hmm. uh, about my former mother-in-law. This goes back to I want to say it was around ninety-nine, two thousand, one right around there with the McDonald's game. You know the million-dollar McDonald's prize yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. So she ended up peeling the pieces, and one of them happened to be Boardwalk. And she threw it out because Uh. she figured since she just peeled it, it was the common one. And maybe it was going to be Park Place that was the tough one. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) When when I ended up um, bringing that to her attention because I forget how the conversation came up. I mean, she (laughs) booked a session with a therapist. (laughs) She about she about just fell on the floor. Yeah, it was not good. Oh, yeah. Craziness. Right. All right. That could lead to uh, some some mental uh, c- concerns. That could lead to uh, some some moments of distress for sure. All right. So about mental health, you know, we talked about this so much, and and obviously this has been central in our discussion here in South Florida, uh, especially in the wake of Stoneman Douglas, and that was a prominent conversation in our society. Mental health illness prior to the pandemic, and as we talked about during the pandemic, there have been so many times where a lot of the policies have been what counterproductive. For the concerns of those who are already struggling with mental health issues. So about this and how we can, you know, lead to a, a better outcome at this stage, especially coming out of all the pandemic stuff. Dr. Thomas Insel, he is the author of Healing Our Path from Mental Illness to Mental Health. Dr. Insel, thanks for taking the time. Brian, it's a pleasure to be with you. So tell us, how can we do this, given that probably more people than at any other point are dealing with mental health issues in our society right now? Well, it's first important to understand the problem, and that problem, as you say, is more prominent and and more difficult coming out of the pandemic. We actually think that the mental health consequences of the pandemic will um, be the long tail of this period. We always see that with natural disasters. There's the the acute medical complications, and then you see the depression and the anxiety disorders and PTSD and all of that in the months and years thereafter. So I think we're going to be dealing with this, especially in young people who seem to be, for whatever reason, uh, most vulnerable to the psychological consequences of COVID. Were we making progress as a society prior to the pandemic? No, I wish I, I wish I could say we were. I wish, you know, we were we were in a world in which uh, we were actually doing better, but we were doing worse. We've been in a crisis for mental health care for a long time. But, but Brian, this isn't like the COVID crisis. This isn't a crisis from an emerging illness. This is a crisis from our failure to provide reasonable care for people who need that. Uh, you, you know, you know this in South Florida from um, the kinds of issues around uh, homelessness and 
um, and people who end up in, in jails and prisons instead of in, in clinics and hospitals. We've, we've essentially criminalized uh, mental illness, which is never a good recipe for, for better outcomes. That, there's no progress in sending people into the criminal justice system because they have a brain disorder. Dr. Insel, there was Harvard research going back to 2018. There was a study that was done, and it was done of, of children and, and young adults. It was done up to the age of 20, studying the amount of engagement with faith or a belief in God and mental health outcomes. And what it showed is that those who were believers in God had better mental health outcomes, more likely to be uh, productive members of society, everything else, by the age of 20. We have seen a large increase in recent decades of a lack of belief in, in something greater than ourselves. Do you think that is a contributing factor to the spike that we've seen in recent decades surrounding mental health issues? Well, so this goes back to my comment that it's not that we have an emerging illness. It's that we have the breakdown of care. And whether it's believing in something greater than ourselves or supporting families and creating uh, a society built around family structure and built around social support. Uh, they're all part of the same thing that uh, there was a time uh, in my early, the early years of my career, which goes back into the, believe it or not, into the seventies and eighties when, when we had a real uh, sort of social safety net, when people had a sense of community Mm-hmm. And those people who had yeah. serious mental illness uh, were not, uh, to use President Kennedy's original quote, they were not alien to our affections, which is the way he put it. But today they are. Today they very much are. They're, they're sort of the untouchables. We do not have the, the safety net for them. And they end up homeless. They end up uh, in the criminal justice system because guess what? There's no other alternative. They're, you know, we don't have a state hospital yeah. system. We don't have a community mental health system. We don't have all of those uh, kinds of uh, supports um, no. that once existed. D- Dr. Insel, I, I appreciate. Yeah, I, I appreciate your point and, and your work as well. And, and I thank you for uh, for taking the time with us again. His book is Healing: Our Path from Mental Illness to Mental Health, and those are outstanding points. We'll be right back here in the Brian Mudd Show. He's ready to go six ten WIOD. 